The New Factory Thinker by Bill Bishop Chapter 15 Step 5, One-Stop Store The ultimate payoff for a new factory is the one-stop store. Instead of selling customers one or two things, the new factory sells its members a lot of things. Even better, most of the products and services sold in the one-stop store are created and delivered by other companies. This generates low-risk passive income for the new factory and keeps its members from venturing outside its value hub. In a marketplace with hard-to-engage prospects and a high cost of sales, a one-stop store enables a new factory to maximize the lifetime value of its members. By selling a lot of products and services to each customer, the new factory recoups and exceeds the upfront costs of acquiring that customer. This is a not a new idea. My great-great-grandfather Timothy Eaton built a department store empire in Canada based on a similar concept. Instead of going to different vendors, customers could shop at one store, Eaton's, and get everything they needed. Customers enjoyed the convenience and also felt reassured by the company's refund policy. Once they came to trust Eaton's they didn't feel the need to shop anywhere else. More than a century later, and in a much different kind of marketplace, the principles of the one-stop store still apply. Once you get used to buying from a company and come to trust them, you are open to buying other things from that company. That's why Apple had success when it moved into the music business. Its established customers were ready, willing, and able to buy music from them. The same applies to Amazon as it expands beyond its initial offering, books, into thousands of other products. Creating a one-stop store is not only good idea, it's an imperative. If you don't do it, a new factory competitor will do it first. One of the members of my program Rick Cowett created a new factory called the Right Now Program. Rick's old factory provided air filters to major airlines. His new factory features a one-stop online store where airlines can source hard-to-find aircraft parts from hundreds of suppliers. Rick makes money from the purchase of every part sold through his store. His website is now the first place his members look when they need a part, any part. The point is this, if Rick hadn't created his one-stop store, another player in his industry, or from outside his industry, would have created it. If that had happened, Rick's company would have been merely a supplier in someone else's one-stop store. Instead of earning passive income from hundreds of transactions, he would have been paying tribute to another new factory. Taking initiative in this way is surprisingly easy. You don't need to invent new products and services, you simply need to aggregate them for your members. The world is awash in resources, they just need to be compiled and packaged in a way that makes it easy for your members to access and purchase them. While this idea is simple in concept, many companies struggle with the idea of a one-stop store because of their old factory thinking. The self-image they have of their company is based on their traditional products and services. They can't imagine selling products from other companies or from outside their industry. They certainly can't conceive of selling their competitors' products. It just doesn't fit into their worldview. A few months back, I spoke at a financial services conference in Texas. Following my presentation about the new factory, they had a panel of experts from the big banks who discussed the future of the financial services industry. A number of the pundits expressed concern that Apple, Google, or Amazon might make a foray into their industry. At one point I stood up and said, you better start worrying because it's inevitable. 
It will be so easy for those companies to add financial services to their one-stop store. Having lots of members is what gives you leverage over suppliers to your one-stop store. Music, movie and app companies are willing to give Apple a 30% commission on every sale because Apple has what they don't have, members. Once sales start to flow through your one-stop store, your single-minded focus on your traditional products will wane. When you make low-risk passive income, high-risk active income becomes less appealing. Last week, I made a sale through my one-stop store. I had referred a member to a commercial designer. She sold them $13,000 worth of services and sent me a check for $1,300. The total amount of time I spent on the transaction was about 5 minutes. That worked out to $26,000 per hour. With the Value Hub model in mind, new factory thinkers see their business as a central station where members and suppliers meet. They don't worry what products and services are sold, they simply bring buyers and sellers together. This is the model used by thousands of emerging new factories like Uber and Airbnb. These are the purest new factories because they never had an old factory in the first place. Bear in mind that you don't need to have millions of offerings in your one-stop store. You might have 10 or 50, depending on what your members need. You simply explore what your members already buy, and would buy, and decide if it makes sense to put the products and services in your store. The value you provide is twofold. One, you assess the quality and reliability of each supplier so your members don't have to. Second, by aggregating these previously disparate resources into one place, you save your members time, money and effort. To facilitate the transactions in your one-stop store, you have two options. The risker option is to collect the money and then pay the supplier. This is risky because the purchaser will hold you primarily responsible for the transaction. If something goes wrong, they will contact you and request a refund. You will then need to extract a refund from the supplier. Better to have the member and supplier do the primary transaction and then get the supplier to forward you the commission. If the deal goes sideways you aren't involved and if the supplier doesn't pay the commission, you are not out of pocket. This is how I run my one-stop store, and it works beautifully. I simply bring buyer and seller together and collect my commission. Remember that you hold all of the cards in your relationship with the supplier. Because you have lots of members, suppliers want to get access to them. As such, you can dictate the terms of the arrangement. You can ask for 10, 20 or 30% on each transaction. No matter how onerous the terms, they will likely go along because they know you can always find another supplier for their commodity product. But even then, they probably won't mind because you are doing all the marketing for them. They just have to deliver the product. So it's a good deal for them no matter what. That's why the one-stop store is a win-win situation for everyone involved. You make high-margin passive income. The supplier gets customers they wouldn't get otherwise. And the customer gets the convenience and potential efficiencies of buying lots of things in one place. Creating a one-stop store significantly increases the value your members receive from you. It enables you to seamlessly incorporate other capabilities that were previously beyond the scope of your old factory. One of the members of my program runs a security guard company in Colombia. It was a low-margin, high-volume business that had become a commodity. 
He had many competitors offering basically the same services, so he created a big idea called the Convergence Security Program to help his members develop an integrated company-wide security plan that addresses key issues of employee theft, terrorism, and cybercrime. He was initially wary of offering these services because he believed that they were beyond his company's expertise. To help him get his one-stop store off the ground I introduced him to another one of my members, a leading expert in cybercrime. Now he receives thousands of dollars a year from the work done by the cybercrime company. Building a one-stop store also helps you escape from the self-defeating competitive stance of old factory thinkers. In many cases, new factory thinkers add the products and services of their competitors to their one-stop store. Why not? There is no better feeling than making money selling your competitors' products, especially when you make a better profit on the transaction than they do. If you can get your mind around this notion, you will be an undeniable new factory thinker. There's an important consideration to keep in mind when implementing this strategy. Don't go out and start amassing suppliers willy-nilly. You might waste your time setting up suppliers for products and services that your members don't want. Instead, speak to your customers. Find out what they want. When a need becomes apparent, source a supplier and add them to your store. Grow your store organically based on the needs of your members. It's likely that you already have the makings of a one-stop store. You certainly have your own products and services, and you may already refer customers to other suppliers. Going forward, develop more formal arrangements with these suppliers regarding remuneration for referrals. Also note that you don't necessarily need a website to host your one-stop store. It is necessary if you sell hard goods like aircraft parts, but your business might be different. For example, if you're a financial advisor, you might refer members to suppliers by giving them a telephone number or through a personal introduction. No website is needed. That's another reminder that a new factory does not need to be technologically driven. You can run a new factory with a telephone, a pen, and pad of paper. The new factory model is universally applicable and is not dependent on transitory technologies. Action Plan 1. Make a list of your company's products and services. Create another list of other products and services that your customers buy from other companies and other industries. Two. Tell your members that they can have access to these additional products and services. 3. Source new suppliers when the need arises. Vet them carefully to make sure they do a high-quality job. 4. Make formal arrangements for remuneration from these suppliers. Note, in some cases, you might not want to receive a commission for referrals to suppliers. You may simply want to provide the one-stop store as a member benefit.